0: AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Ahead of next week's impeachment hearings, President Trump insists there was nothing wrong with his Ukraine phone call.
3: The president declares that he hasn't been hurt by the released testimony from closed-door depositions and says he's not worried, as long as lawmakers remain focused on his July 25th phone call with Ukraine's leader. All
1: that matters is one thing, the transcript. And the transcript is perfect.
3: However, Democrat investigators argue that the president abused his authority in that phone call for personal political gain by pressuring Ukraine to investigate the 2016 election and the Biden family.
2: Greg Clugston, the White House. With Veterans Day taking place on Monday, the Veterans Affairs Secretary Robert Wilkie says the VA is making great strides to serve Americans' veterans.
4: We have in the last year achieved the highest patient satisfaction rates in VA's history, sitting somewhere at about 89.7%.
2: Wilkie took over the $200 billion-plus department 16 months ago. U.S. federal aid is on the way for southern farmers.
5: The Trump administration is providing $800 million in aid to farmers in southern states where farms were devastated by Hurricanes Michael and Florence in 2018. The aid is part of a $3 billion disaster relief package to help communities recover from hurricanes and flooding.
2: Meanwhile, Medicare premiums on the way up next year. Medicare says the Part B premium for outpatient care will rise nearly
0: 7% next year to $144.60 a month. Medicare blames the hike on medications. Medicare also says the annual Part B outpatient deductible will cost $13 more next year, rising to $198. And the Part A inpatient deductible will go up by $44 to $1,408 in 2020.
2: That's correspondent Mike Grazia on Wall Street Friday. The Dow gained six points, and NASDAQ was up by 40. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot.
5: Do you have brain fog and lack of energy during the day? If so, take back your vitality and clarity with all natural Cola Gel, newly discovered jellyfish collagen peptides that aids with brain and memory support. Cola Gel is all natural with no side effects. Edible jellyfish collagen uniquely supplies the body with multiple collagen peptides and naturally occurring minerals that fuels our cellular system with energy rich compounds. Jellyfish collagen is a nutritive formula that promotes optimum neurological activity and improves cognitive
0: Yeah.
7: I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance, or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 360 Six six seven 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 three, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org, or better yet, simply dial pound two fifty on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non-political and totally educational.
8: A baby's heart is beating
2: eighteen days from conception. Life Across.
9: Millions plan for retirement online,
1: estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of
10: your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime,
1: anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov
11: taxpayer expense.
10: This is an Encore presentation of Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
0: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not
1: necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingblom at 312-209-2623. Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and uh, want to say hello, like I do every week, to the man who makes this show happen, Trevor K. What's new in your world? Uh,
10: indecision, I think. <laughs> <laughs> in- maybe, indecision. maybe that's not so new. I'm just uh, I, I'm indecisive about what I'm going to do for uh, Halloween. I want to go out and about, but oh, I, that's right. I don't have a costume. You were good- okay, haven't found a, a place to go. <laughs> So I don't know. I had futures. Oh, wide I
1: saw I saw one that was uh, I thought kind of a cool idea, mm-hmm. especially if you were going to go uh, from door to door uh, to people, uh, and that would be. Um, I saw it on YouTube. There were uh, three guys mm-hmm. that dressed as little old ladies, and they had a door uh, that was in a frame, and apparently it was uh, not uh, real size, but uh, or it was a real life size but it wasn't uh, a solid core door so it wasn't that heavy. Okay. And so they would ring the doorbell, someone would open the door and they would see a door. Yeah, I love that idea. And then it would and they and it would say knock. So they would knock and those people and then these three guys would open the door and here they are dressed like little old ladies and they would say Oh, what a lovely costume you have on <laughs> Oh, that and then they would give them um a piece of candy and then they went to the next door.
10: I like that i a thought
1: lot. I thought that was very creative.
10: I got to find a couple buddies then and a door there you go <laughs> there there's
1: there's your idea just add door yeah well, uh we've uh, got a uh, great show for you today. We've got a lot to cover, so why don't we uh, begin as we always do with property management in the news? Property Management in the News today is brought to you by Will Tarbox from Country Financial in Maple Grove. Providing insurance to help you protect what matters most. For quality coverage that's affordable, get a quote from Will at Country Financial. The number 763-416-5131. Trevor, would you consider yourself a a gamer?
10: casually uh board games casually. and video games casually yeah
1: okay yeah and and to be considered a gamer uh, that's usually some of the uh, there's some really big names like Fortnite Grand Theft Auto you know those have been popular ones for absolutely, you know, yeah. years absolutely yeah um did you ever have you ever played uh Pokémon Pokémon Go
10: uh i did for a bit when it came out yeah Okay, that came out a couple years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm going to say like 2016 or so. Sounds right. Yeah, I still see people playing that all the time. Well, when it first
1: did, I kind of thought that was kind of uh, just a flash in the pan. Mm -hmm. Um, I I guess I'm really dating myself here now, using the phrase "flash in the
10: pan." You (laughs) do you you know what that means? Sure, it's a a fad, quick in and out here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Do you know where Do you know where it comes from? Mm, That I don't.
1: Oh yes, well, and this is uh, not because these were the only guns around when I was uh, younger, but uh, the the old muzzle loading uh, uh, guns would have a pan where you would uh, actually like a flintlock. Uh, you're saying yes, flintlock, and you would uh, you would put uh, after you loaded the gun, you would put uh, the gunpowder on the pad, and sometimes it would fizzle with no with no effect, and it happened very quick. And hmm. So yes, that was the idea of it being a flash in the pan very quick. And uh, I thought that uh, Pokemon Go was going to be that way. Anyway, Pokemon Go is still a thing. And uh, did you know it's still a thing? Yeah. So, very popular? Uh,
10: yeah. A couple friends play it, but I live uh, near Idina, so I go to Centennial Lakes a lot, and that area is super popular for that. If you ever go to Centennial Lakes, you will see all ages of people walking around, staring at their phone, playing that game.
1: Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah. And and uh, we've and we have a a good uh, mutual friend uh, who likes to be referred to as the Count. Ah, yeah. He he is he's a big gamer uh, and, and enjoys that. So, um how would you describe to people who have never played Pokemon Go uh, what what is the game about? What
10: do you do? I would say it's a it's a game where you're mobile, so you go to different locations and depending on which location you're in, you'll find a different variety of Pokemon and then when they pop up on your screen, you have an opportunity to play like a mini game and throw digitally a Pokeball at it to catch it. So it's geography-based.
1: Okay, so these are creatures, right? And, yep. And, yep. Okay, all right, very good. And uh, people, the people who created Pokemon Go, uh, they said uh, they uh, wanted to do a fun uh, game that people could use on their phone, but he wanted to promote um, uh, health, Benefits as well because you're going to be outside. You have got fresh air. You're moving around, and
10: all of that, right? Yeah, and you get points uh, for walking too. So the greater distances you travel, you unlock different things too. So that's definitely a part of it.
1: And and this is something that people do all, all over the world, or can mm-hmm. absolutely yes. All right, and and it just started in the United States maybe a few a few years ago. Okay, but uh, did you know that it can that Pokemon Go has uh,
10: created problems with homeowner associations. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, but I'm. I guess I'm not too surprised. Trespassing is my guess. Oh, yeah, that, yes, probably.
1: Uh, I think that that would be one. We're going to uh, talk about uh, some of those. Uh, some of the things that I thought that was very interesting about this whole uh, issue of Pokemon Go. Did you know this, Trevor? That uh, they say that so far uh, there have been some. Uh, Real serious accidents that have taken place with people playing this game. I've heard there that. were, yeah, there were some players who have crashed a car into a tree. There was another person who walked off a cliff. Jeez. And uh, there was another uh, private property owner who uh, shot a gun at Pokemon Go players, thinking they were criminals coming to rob them. I, I suppose because. They got so into the game they didn't realize how close you are and if you're going into the bushes of someone's private property, um, that looks kind of uh a little kind suspicious. of suspect. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently there's uh the University of Purdue, they did a study and uh, they conservatively state that this game has get this contributed to over 150,000 traffic accidents.
10: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, 256 deaths. And uh, since its introduction here in the United States, the economic costs have been somewhere between $2 billion to $7.5 billion. Okay? Really? Yes. Um, and uh, during the summer of uh, 2019, mid-July, it peaked to a whopping 28.5 million people using that app daily, on a daily basis, to play the game. That's a lot of people.
10: I mean, I remember when it came out, everybody was playing it. You know? Yeah. Like, not just kids, but, you know, our friend The Count... Mm -hmm. He's playing it too, and his kids, and I'm sure some of his friends. I mean, that thing was huge; still is.
1: Yeah, and so uh, the, the, at Purdue, just in the county where uh, where the study was, they said that the researchers witnessed witnessed 134 crashes and two of them fatal, just in the county between July and November of one year when they were putting together this information.
10: Mm.
1: And so, what is the issue? with uh, Pokemon Go with Homeowner Associations. Well, we're going to take a look at that, but we're going to take a break right now. So don't go away. There's so much more of where you live here on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after these messages. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot.
6: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
5: Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for and Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., com slash disclosures.
9: If you've thought about getting dental implants, you probably know most places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. Why do they cost that much? Because that's the price the other places have decided to charge you. And that's why most people who want dental implants don't get them, because of the high price. Well, now there's a place called ImplantMiracle.com. It's the local dental office where beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants are as low as $2,499 dollars per tooth. That's right, as low as $24.99, so you're going to save a lot of money, but still get great implants that last a long time. Plus, at ImplantMiracle.com, our price includes the implant abutment and crown, which a lot of other places charge extra for. We don't do that. And with us, your consultation with the dentist is free. Standard x-rays are free, and we offer convenient financing. Please see our website for more information. ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com.
8: Hello,
10: This is an Encore presentation of Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
4: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
1: Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here. Broadcasting from the Mutual of O-Bit Studios. The show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Before we get back into our uh, story about uh, Pokemon Go and some of the concerns it has for homeowner associations, I'd like to just uh, remind you of one of our great sponsors, Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation, of exterior siding, roofing, soffit, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is
3: the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit CAIOnline.org to learn more. The address again is CAIOnline.org. CAI helps community associations board members by providing online resources, in person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development, networking opportunities, and 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 a certification program that is established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit www.cai-mn.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at cai-mn.com and click on membership.
1: So we're talking about uh, this game, Pokemon Go. It's still uh, a big deal with a lot of people, and it's a, uh, a app you get on your phone, a game that you play outside, and so you take the phone and you... Uh, and you walk around, and you uh, they will lead you to these uh, creatures that you interact with, and they and they will happen everywhere. They can be ha- happen on a busy street in a downtown area, in a shopping mall, uh, on a lawn of someone's home. Yes, and in a HOA, and there are of course some problems with that. That with an HOA that they need to be aware of. We talked about uh, in the last segment how. Uh, the University of Purdue did a study and they found out that there's been over 150,000 traffic accidents due to people playing Pokemon Go. 256 fatalities, 256 people died. One person walked off a cliff. And so you've got to be uh, careful and you've got to be concerned as a homeowner association, uh, especially with the popularity of a game like this. Um, and first of all, you know, it's because you have to come to the realization that you're going to be dealing with these players who have no relationship whatsoever with the homeowners association. Um, uh, they can, in uh, a lot of times, not be the owners or family members of the owners or guests of the owners. Or, uh, let's say, uh, renters, uh, if someone's uh, renting out, or friends of the, the renters in the HOA. And so these little creatures can pop up uh, anywhere. And, uh, and what happens when the game uh, takes place uh, in, let's say, uh, a ramp going to an underground garage? Could that be an issue? You bet, when a car's scooting out and someone's playing and not paying attention because they're Eyes are just staring at that phone. How about if it happens at a pool or uh, on some other area in the common area, uh, the common grounds of an association? Let's say it's uh, by a landscape feature like a pond, a retaining wall. Uh, how about if it's played at night? Um, you know, and then you have someone who uh, is playing and, and the game takes them to uh uh, too close to a window of someone's home. These are very real issues. And, uh, and you've got to be concerned. I remember one association uh, we managed years ago, um, and uh, this was in, I think, Columbia Heights. Um, in the evening, there was uh, someone who was uh, not, uh, paying, not paying attention. They did not live in the Homeowners Association. It was probably around uh, Halloween. And they were up to no good. They weren't knocking on the doors, on the front doors. They were in the backyards, and they were TPing. And uh, we had uh, a couple of trees that were staked out. But apparently, um, uh, the person tripped on one of the uh, stakes and one of the, the guide wires that were holding the tree, and uh, they, uh, they hurt their leg. And they ended up suing the association. Yes, they were trespassing at night, up to no good, and they sued the association, and they got, and they got, uh, and they won some money. I'm telling you, it's not fair, but that's reality, folks. Uh, I remember another situation um, growing up on Medicine Lake. We had uh, our next door neighbor. They were gone on vacation, and there were some young boys that uh, wanted to go swimming at night. Well, the water and that end of, uh, Medicine Lake is really shallow. Uh, we all know not to jump head first off of the dock cause you're only going to be in two and a half, three feet of water. Well, they didn't know it. It was dark. One person broke his neck, ended up suing the family and really did damage to the, the, the family because, uh, they won because, uh, there was supposed to be, uh, apparently according to, uh, that, uh, case, uh, Identification saying that you are not supposed to uh, to be jumping off the dock and that you're trespassing. So there's some very real issues here for an association. Would you not agree? So uh, what so what happens when it takes a place? Do you know what it is that you can do? Well, there is a very practical matter that I want to bring to your attention first that, that uh, might be that might be uh, uh, something to think about, and that is. To all who might be concerned, and uh, you're either with a management company or you're on the board of your uh, homeowners association, remember this. You can go to the Pokemon Go game website, and you can select Pokemon Go support page. And you can, on there, report any issues that you have, because the people who are Uh, Doing the game, they want it to go viral and they want it to go big and and, uh, continue to be to be big. They've made billions of dollars, but uh, they don't want uh, uh, all of the issues to be associated with it uh, either. So you can report any issues that you have, but you can also. And I didn't know this until I read about this uh, prior to the show. You can request to have your address or addresses in the HOA removed. So that the makers of the game uh, will not have uh, their little creatures uh, show up uh, on uh, on that uh, at that address, that could be uh, one very positive thing that you can do. Uh, that would be very proactive, no cost whatsoever, and I would suggest you doing that. Uh, second, if uh, removing the location uh, of your community is not working, um, You do have, you can remember, you have a legal basis for telling others not to trespass on private property. Um, And in most cases, this isn't going to be an issue. I mean, for some of you, until I brought it up today on the show, you didn't even know what Pokemon Go was, um, you know, or that it's a big deal. But if you are in an area where it's been played often and uh, Trevor mentioned uh, the, you know, out at uh, Centennial Lakes, there are a lot of condos over by Centennial Lakes. If you have people who uh, are uh, in HOAs that are uh, close to there, that's something you may want to wish. You may want to take a look at doing is getting your addresses uh, removed uh, from uh, Pokemon Go the game because uh, you'll get. A lot more spillover than you will uh, in uh, other HOAs and where they're located. So uh, these are some things that you can um, do that can be uh, very positive, okay? But you can remember that if uh, if you can't get it uh, removed, what you can do is uh, you can uh, let people uh, know that uh, they are trespassing and uh, you will need to. Identify that and uh, what some of those concerns are. Um, uh, The biggest thing that I want to stress here uh, is that uh, some HOAs, uh, be careful. A a number of HOAs seriously love to have page after page of rules and regulations (laughs) prohibiting anything and everything. And so uh, when, uh, be smart about it, don't. Uh, just say, well, uh, we're going to get on top of this and we're going to have another page of uh, prohibitions for Pokemon Go in our rules and regulations. Uh, Remember, you can't think up uh, enough rules in the world fast enough to prevent everything from happening, okay? Plus, remember, a rule, a law, an ordinance, it helps to define the standards you have as a community it doesn't prevent things from happening, and that's the big mistake a lot of people make. If we only had a law, or a rule, then things wouldn't happen. And I, I have a, a good friend who lives in Edina, and he tells everyone, uh, very much in tongue and cheek, he says, "You know, no one commits crime here in uh, Edina because we made it against the law." And At first, people go, oh, and then you realize how ridiculous that statement is. uh, Putting together a law, a rule, doesn't necessarily stop anybody from uh, doing what they're going to do. But it does uh, help in uh, setting the standards for the community. It still can be uh, important uh, when uh, you uh, uh, let people know that uh, they are not... Uh, that uh, they you don't want to have uh, just open to the public, uh, anybody and everybody in the common areas of your homeowner's association. So there's some things that you can do. But lastly, uh, remember with any rules that you put together when it comes to your uh, HOA, please remember when you write those rules and you are now going to pass them out to uh, homeowners uh, in the association, uh, make sure that you remember fair housing standards that uh, are established with HUD. And you're going to say, oh, of course, Gene, I'm not, I don't believe in discriminating based on race, creed, color, religion, family, uh, family status, and, you know, et cetera, and so forth. However, many HOAs are not aware that according to HUD standards, they have rules that could get them in trouble for being considered discriminatory how you ask well uh, a rule that would uh, state a prohibition targeting children specifically so for example to uh i, I don't know if you remember this but a couple of years ago we t- did a story here in on where you live with uh, an association in minnetonka that had uh, a lawsuit slapped on them by hud because they had in their rules saying Children are not allowed to play in the halls. And they said that's being discriminatory based on family status. You need to say no one may play in the halls. But when you, uh, when you uh, target it to uh, someone specific like that, then you could be in trouble. So that's just a, a little, little reminder and uh, just uh, something to think about. Pokemon Go may not be a big deal for uh, for you where you are. If it is, uh, there are some things that you can do, and I hope that will help. Well, let's take another break, but don't go away. So much more where you live, and we'll be back after these messages. AM 1280,
0: The Patriot.
6: Hi, my name's Christina Stumble, and I own Farm Girl Flowers in San Francisco. With my Spark Cash Card from Capital One, I earn unlimited 2% cash back on all my business purchases. Last year, I redeemed $115,000 in cash back. Yeah, $115,000. And that doubled our digital marketing budget for the summer. Thanks to my Spark Card, we had our best summer yet. Imagine what the Spark Card from Capital One could do for your business. What's in your wallet?
5: Real Capital One customers pay for real stories.
3: Credit approval required. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837, that's 952-544-2837, or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today.
7: Securities is offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837.
3: This is an Encore presentation of Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
4: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
1: Welcome back. Gene Sullivan here on Where You Live, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. This show is brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Uh, before we get into our uh, next uh, topic, which will be some legislation that's being passed in California that's going to have some really bad uh, effects on homeowner associations, i uh, just like to let uh, everybody know we've got a couple of great resources for you. Go to our website at www.newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find, oh, a number of great things. Um, we have a directory of uh, preferred uh, vendors, uh, business partners, people in over 55 categories from lawn care, attorneys, uh, CPAs, uh, painters, um, general contractors for the work that you need done in your HOA Go there. There's a great uh, list of people. And by the way, when you when you talk to someone, tell them that uh, you were sent by uh, Gene Sullivan at where you live. Uh, Another uh, thing to do is uh, take a look at uh, some of the great resources we have with um, webinars. We have over 31 webinars on uh, great topics on the good governing of homeowner associations What uh, are good rules and regulations? What do they look like? What are the roles of the board? How do you read a financial statement? That and so many more things. Go to all of that there at www.newconceptsgroup.com. Well, our uh, next story, legislation that just passed the governor's desk in California that some are calling the nightmare legislation for HOAs. Because it's signing into, uh, because it's signing into law is happening so close to Halloween. What is it about? Well, that's what we're going to discuss uh, right now. The uh, this legislation uh, deals with two specific topics. Uh, one deals with an increased uh, burden that's being placed on homeowner associations as it pertains to their own elections of members on the board. The other deals with what's called an ADU. We've talked about that before. That's an accessory dwelling unit and homeowner associations. Now, it's interesting to note that this legislation is uh, being lobbied by a group that calls themselves the Center for California Homeowner Association Law. And they say that they are an advocacy group for promoting good laws for homeowner associations and homeowners in HOAs. What's interesting is that there are a number of very big, key, and crucial uh, players who aren't a part of this uh, legislation or been a part of lobbying for this, and that's what makes it a little bit suspect. Uh, this uh, legislation, for example, was not promoted by Community Associations Institute, was not by CAI. And uh, it was called the quote-unquote nightmare legislation by a law office called the Sterling Law Office. And this was on their blog. What's interesting to note that this is the same The guy who has this law firm, it's a very large one, Mr. Sterling, is the same Sterling who uh, was a uh, state legislator uh, years ago with another man by the name of Davis. And uh, all of the state statutes in California that were written and written very well for... um, uh, legislation dealing with homeowner associations and how they uh, can and how they should act. They were uh, this act was called the Davis Sterling Act. Here in Minnesota, we call it MCAWA. You know, uh, the Minnesota Common Interest Ownership Act. There, it was uh, so much of an impetus put together by Davis and Sterling. They called it the Davis Sterling Act, and so it's interesting that uh, the Sterling Law Firm was not behind this legislation, okay? Uh, And they called it a nightmare legislation because it's taking place and signed just so close here to uh, Halloween. But let's look at the laws. And this is what's going to be happening in California starting January 1st of 2020. The first is uh, Senate Bill 323. It's a law governing how all HOAs, how all common interest communities, run their yearly election for the board of directors. What does the law say? Well, it says that there are going to be limits. Uh, It's going to limit the right an association has to govern themselves and set the qualification for board candidates. A number of homeowner associations will say we have some things that we want to establish for someone who can and cannot run for the board. For example, if someone has a felony in their past, uh, that's something that is important to know. And a board should be able to say, hey, no, no felons, because guess what? That may affect your ability to get insurance or the cost that you would pay for directors and officers insurance if you have someone uh, like that uh, on your association. You may want, wish to say, hey, you know what, if you aren't paying your monthly assessment like everybody else, we don't know that we want you on the board telling everybody what to do or, t- or uh, having a decision-making authority on how the money is spent when you're not putting your skin into the game, when you're not paying your fair share. Uh, so some of these ideas that an association would be able to govern themselves and to set the qualifications for a board candidate, to me it makes sense that you know th- this is a private corporation, and uh, they should have the right to be able to establish their own criteria for who. They can and can't put in a seat on the board of their directors. Okay. Now, the law prevents non-owners get this from running for the board. And you say, well, that's not a bad idea. If someone doesn't isn't an owner in the association, maybe they shouldn't uh, have the ability to uh, be on the board of directors. But think about it. That's a blow to very small homeowner associations who don't have the depth and the quality to choose from a number of people running for the board. Uh, I've known one association that had only 14 units, and uh, they had one of those units as a rental. And in that rental was someone who was a CPA. And they wanted that CPA to serve on the board, even though that person was a renter. It was someone who'd been there, lived there a long time. People trusted this person. person said they certainly know financials. We don't. And so they said that's something we think uh, would be a good idea to have that kind of person on the board. If that HOA was in California, guess what? It would be against the law. You wouldn't be able to get someone who's not a member, not an owner, to be on the board. So uh, think about it. Is Isn't this maybe a little bit of overreach? Uh, I understand what they were trying to do in trying to make uh, elections uh, fair, but I think they haven't thought this through, and some of these things I think are going to be very um, deleterious for uh, homeowner associations. How about this is a situation? This happened also in Minnesota. There was a situation uh, where we were not the managing agent for the Homeowners Association. It was a high-rise condo. But uh, there were a number of units that the developer uh, still owned. And so he wanted to, he he didn't have the money on his own to just uh, pay the the monthly dues, but he wanted to, and wanted to so that uh, all of the other people who owned a unit in that condo association didn't have an unrealistic burden placed on them. Well, to do that, he went to the uh, he went to the association and said, "I'd like to rent these out, and temporarily, I'm going to have a management company that's going to uh, rent out those units." Who did they go to? Well, they went to our company because we have a very active uh, uh, single family, uh, single unit uh, rental program, and uh, we ended up renting out oh numbers. I would say. Um, uh, 10, 20 units in that uh, association. Well, the person who owned that was the developer. He got on the board, and he asked uh, the person who was our property manager handling the rentals to be uh, there in his stead. Well, the person who was being there on the board was not an owner. But did they have some good things to say? Yes, they were a property management professional. Uh, the association uh, appreciated uh, uh, the, the person's um, uh, help and uh, and their experience. So you can see there are some things that uh, that I don't think that the state of California is really thinking through that can really. And some of these things are going to really hurt HOAs. What are some of the other things? Well, we're going to continue to talk about that. But by looking at the clock, I need to take another break right now. So don't go away. More where you live after these messages. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot.
6: Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753.
5: Licensed agent producer of Thriving Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of and Investment Management Inc., Thriving.com slash disclosures.
7: Varicose and spider veins. Wow. What a gift from my parents. They had them and I got them. And not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, even my husband noticed, Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them, and you can trust them too. So stop hiding your legs. Vein Clinics of America accepts most major insurance plans. So call now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-606-1010. 800-606-1010. That's 800-606-1010
3: This is an Encore presentation of Where You Live
10: with Gene Sullivan.
4: You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan.
1: Yes, we're in the final countdown for today's show here on uh, AM 1280 The Patriot. It's been great having you take time out of your busy Saturday to uh, spend it here as we talk about uh, all things in uh, the HOA and rental world. Uh, before we uh, close out today's show, um, I'd like to take a moment, acknowledge our sponsors, of course, uh, Mutual of Omaha, and we're in the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios, also Extreme Exteriors. And uh, before we uh, wrap today's show, let's also take a moment, shall we, to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute.
11: Did you know that the members of the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, or MHA, provide over a quarter of the state's housing? That's housing for more than one million residents. The members of MHA agree to abide by a professional code of ethics, and they know that happy residents are key to a successful business. When you're out looking for your next apartment, remember that rental references are a two-way street. Before you rent, ask if the owner is a member of MHA. If not, ask why not, and tell them to visit mmha.com. That's two Ms, mmha.com. If you're an owner or manager or even an accidental landlord, you owe it to yourself to learn how the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, its classes, certification programs, resources, staff, and faculty can help you succeed. Don't be a good landlord, be a great one. Visit mmha.com, mmha.com.
1: So we're talking about uh, this new legislation. It uh, went to the governor in California. He signed it just recently within the last couple days. And uh, a number of people in uh, the HOA industry is calling it nightmare legislation. They think it's going to cause more problems than they think it's going to help. Uh, these uh, th- this was a bill uh looking for uh looking for a problem because this was no solution um they thought uh, the people who were lobbying said they wanted to see uh more governance for homeowner associations and how uh their election process went uh, was taking place and so they came up with the idea of uh someone uh, uh must be an owner to be uh on the uh on the association board. And we've already talked about some very good reasons. If you're a very small HOA uh, or uh, with uh, some of the expertise of uh, other people, you may wish to have other people on. And that makes sense. Okay. Another aspect of this Senate uh, bill 323, um, in how it deals, uh, with elections, uh, another, uh, uh, another twist to it. They said they wanted to prohibit an association from ever suspending an owner's right to vote. We talked about that already, too. Uh, really? So in the state of California, they are going any association is prohibited from ever suspending anyone for any reason whatsoever for their right to vote. And, uh, you know, but. uh You've got to ask yourself, do you want that taken away? Do you want that ability as an association uh, to say you can't do that anymore? Many HOAs uh, will tell you that when someone gets behind in uh, keeping current with their um, obligation to the association, uh, there are a couple things that uh, they'd like to do. They'd like to take away their ability to vote. Uh, if for no other reason, that that might be uh, an issue or help to be an uh, encouragement for them to stay current with the association without having to go to uh, an attorney and uh, and have uh, legal fees and, uh, you know, by uh, trying to have some other things here that uh, will help give people reason to stay current. That makes sense to me. Uh, but if someone isn't paying um, their monthly assessment, month in, month out. Really, there are a lot of people in every HOA I'm aware of would say, I don't know that we want to give this person the authority to spend our money when they're not putting it in like the rest of us. That makes sense, don't you think? Another aspect of uh, Senate Bill 323 and Homeowner uh, Association election requirements. Uh Think about how the votes are tabulated at an annual meeting. The new law in California says it requires all associations to have an inspector of elections. And that inspector of elections is to be an entity or an individual with no previous contractual relationship to the HOA. Think about it, folks. Uh, At the annual meeting of your HOA, when you have it managed by an association, who most likely is doing uh, the background work and uh, making sure that uh, the votes are tabulated and uh, we know whether something is passed, whether you have quorum for the meeting, it's usually someone from the management company. But now the state legislators in California are saying, no, the HOA can't do it. They need to hire someone else to do it. So think about it. Here you're already paying the management company to be there and to do uh, this supportive work. And now the California legislature says, no, you can't do that anymore uh, because uh, uh, we don't think that that's right or fair. Now you have to pay more money to have someone else involved. To me, that's making a bigger deal. Out of this election than what it needs to be. Yes, I know that some things get ugly. I know with some associations they're quite large, and uh, and so uh, it is. Uh, and there's uh, a lot of rancor that takes place. But for the rank and file of most HOAs, this kind of uh, this kind of overreach is overkill. It's really not needed. These are privately held corporations that have been doing just fine. Just fine with their own governance. And I think it's uh, just uh, just a bad issue uh, that uh, I think it's going to, in the next year or two, we're going to watch and we're going to hopefully see it uh, turn back uh, once again uh, because it's just bad legislation. Well, hey, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thanks for joining me. Have a great rest of your weekend. Maybe one of the last nicer ones that we have for a long time. And look forward to seeing you here next Saturday and where you live. Bye now. Oh, how sweet!
9: If you have cracked teeth, missing teeth, or old, wobbly dentures, you've probably thought about getting dental implants, but when you checked around, you discovered that many places charge a lot of money, $4,000, $5,000, $6,000 a tooth. Well, it's time for you to check out ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where top quality, long-lasting dental implants cost as low as $2,499 a tooth, including the implant abutment and crown, plus your consultation with The dentist is free, standard x-rays are free, and we offer very convenient financing. Why do we call it Implant Miracle? Because with implants as low as $24.99 and other places charging so much more, some people say that being able to get affordable dental implants is a miracle. For more information on how you can save money on dental implants and get a beautiful new smile that you can actually afford, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com.